welcome to my podcast. It's called Robin's Fit Nest. I think primarily because of the nesting and my name is Robin and I just thought it would be um, a fun name to call it so that we can all feel like we're in a comforting nest and um, really it's just time to settle down and <laughs> talk about what's top of my mind today. So enjoy. Welcome back. I hope you're enjoying this civic holiday long weekend if you're in Canada. Obviously, Saturday became the new Friday and Sunday became the new Saturday this week. Um, and before I start off on um, boundaries this week, I just wanted to share um, a little tidbit I heard um comments on today while I was listening to a Glennon Doyle podcast on which um, she was interviewing Reese Witherspoon, the actor, and talking about friendships and courage. And um, it was just a, a little thing that Reese was saying that anything scary that she has to do, whether really big or really small, that took courage, she compared to jumping feet first into an ice bath. You just have to do it and then realize it wasn't so bad and that you can do it again and again until it becomes much easier. I thought that was interesting. Anyway, I hope you're all finding the courage you need when you need it, one way or the other. Um, but really, what I wanted to talk about this week is the catchword of the past few decades, boundaries. Um, I remember when I first heard someone talk about this concept that we can and should set boundaries around ourselves, essentially to protect ourselves. I thought it was genius. The concept that we don't need to let everyone have access to every part of our lives or to make us feel guilty if we don't want to do certain things, which we might usually feel we ought to or make sacrifices for other people that we perhaps really shouldn't feel that way about. Um, so I looked it up and uh, to see what the actual self-help people say. Um, and uh, from a website called Love is Respect, they, they said, boundaries show where one thing ends and another begins. Boundaries in a relationship are kind of like this. They help each person figure out where one person ends and the other begins. In short, boundaries help you define what you're comfortable with and how you would like to be treated by others. Um, and another website called Very Well Health said, what do good boundaries look like? A few examples of a person exhibiting healthy boundaries include being able to say no, and accept when someone else says no. Being able to clearly communicate both wants and needs, honoring and respecting their own needs and the needs of others. Okay, so yeah, that's pretty much what I would have uh, guessed from what I've, what I've understood over the past years. And um, the actual dictionary definition of boundaries is a line that marks the limits of an area a dividing line. 
Okay, so now we're clear on what I'm talking about. Um, I think one of the reasons I wanted to talk about this is because to me, when I first came across this concept, it felt so awesomely freeing and important. And I really strove to set my boundaries and really admired the people in my immediate sphere so much who had clearly set their boundaries. It just seemed so brave and defining and strong. Um, but hold your breath. I want to play devil's advocate now, though, because I've noticed as time went on that sometimes I feel like there can be a less strong and admirable side of boundaries. And I'm fully aware that this is highly debatable and very hard to determine if and when the line gets literally crossed from having admirable and respectable boundaries to this feeling I get once in a while. Um, it's again attributable to all the self-help and podcasting and therapy in this world of ours where we love ourselves and where we forgive ourselves and where there's a catch word or a catch phrase for every uncomfortable situation we could possibly find ourselves in. But out of this, I stop and wonder, where is the backbone gone in society? Where would the heroes come from if they were all sitting in their armchairs, setting personal boundaries for themselves and drawing invisible comfort blankets around them. I know this is a huge exaggeration. Um, and I'll just go off piece here for a minute and say, you know what, sometimes those heroes, I agree, are more so because they've been very strong, very strong about their boundaries. So don't get me wrong. I absolutely see um, the both sides of the coin. But here we go. Back to... Back to what I was saying. Um, so I, I know this is a huge exaggeration, um, but this feeling has scarily and recently more often crept into my thoughts. Would it not be more helpful to society if we learn to deal with things in life and or society and or with our people that make us feel uncomfortable rather than just shutting them out? Would we not end up much more well-balanced and strong and capable in general if we all had coping mechanisms that weren't just a shutout or a door slam, so to speak? And I know this is extreme, but if we could somehow learn once again to be more gentle, perhaps, to look inside ourselves first, to see where we can learn from each difficult, perhaps stressful and uncomfortable situation that comes our way or into our sphere. What if we looked first at why our immediate reaction is what it is and why we feel the need to put up this boundary? What does that say about us? Um, first and foremost, really. Um, and again, bear in mind, I know I'm being very extreme in, in this in these examples um and i think probably many of you are doing this already and that boundaries are a really really important and strong um mechanism by which we can live and thrive within anyway back to devil's advocate um uh, i once again have to find my place right so um 
I think we, if you've grown strong, I think I said this, but grown stronger, learn from the hard things that come your way, have a good and happy, healthy, strong approach to the uncomfortable and difficult things that do get thrown in your path. And, and then once you're very clear in your mind that perhaps this is something that you can find no more growth in and no further ability to learn from, then setting a boundary should be the last, but no less least solution. Boundaries have their place. I have no trouble agreeing wholeheartedly with that. But in my opinion, they should not be the immediate go-to when things get difficult. And that's where I feel a lot of things go in this world of self-help and therapy. And again, take that with a grain of salt, of course. Like, I absolutely think that there is so much benefit and so much strength to be gained from from all this, all this stuff. Oh my gosh. Like, obviously that's why I, I like talking about it. Anyway, um, so devil's advocate I've played. And I will round this off with a healthy dose of absolute admiration for healthy boundaries, especially the word healthy. May we all set them. May we all learn from others' boundaries. And may we all respect our own boundaries and those of others. For essentially, without boundaries, we are like spineless jellyfish. And they don't, they don't go very far in life. Work on the healthy side of boundaries do the work before you set your boundaries and make your boundaries something that everyone benefits from in a gentle and soft way. Boundaries don't have to sound or be hard or uncomfortable. And if they are set in loving ways, they won't be. So have a good week, examine your boundaries, see if they're healthy and see if you can be soft and gentle with them. And so will I. See you next week. I just wanted to add something in before I close this off because I I felt like it was missing something. So um, I just I just looked up a few um, quotes about boundaries. Um, a lot of them sort of corroborated or supported my doubtful feelings about boundaries. So that was interesting. But um, there were a couple that I thought were perhaps um, worth sharing with you. This one uh, is called setting boundaries doesn't make me mean. I can set limits and expectations for my life and still be nice. Considering your wishes doesn't mean I have to do what you think I should do. My feelings and thoughts are part of the decision. And if you don't like it, that belongs to you. So I think that's very true. Anyway, and this one is um, from a book called Boundaries by Dr. Henry Cloud and Dr. John Townsend. And it's, it's called Respond, Don't React, which is also very interesting. When you react to something someone says or does, you may have a problem with boundaries. If someone is able to cause havoc by doing or saying something, she or he is in control of you at that point and your boundaries are lost. When you respond, 
you remain in control with options and choices. If you feel yourself reacting, step away and regain control of yourself. So family members can't force you to do or say something you do not want to do or say and something that violates your separateness. When you've kept your boundaries, choose the best option. The difference between responding and reacting is choice. When you are reacting, they are in control. When you respond, you are. So um, I think that is absolutely worth considering, remembering, and um, really working with. (laughs) So anyway, enough of that. Enjoy your weekend. See you next week. Oh, before you go, also, if you've enjoyed what you've heard, please let me know and share this podcast with everybody. And also, um, find me on Instagram at Robin's Fitness. Okay, thanks. Bye.